Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. I mentioned that I don't have to lie or dodge out of going to a hen or a wedding this weekend. But it turns out, though, plenty of you do. New research by uh, One Fab Day, the online uh, wedding website, shows a third of us, third of women, admit to making up excuses to avoid getting out of their friends' hen parties. Jessica O'Connor's on the line. Jessica, are we? do we even have good reason to dodge going? Um, I'm going to have to defend our readers. I think they do have a good reason for uh, telling a little white lie. Um, what's, what's come across in the research is that people still love hen parties. The overwhelming majority of people said that they really, really enjoy them. But people are becoming really mindful of how they're spending money. And it's not surprising given the cost of living crisis and the fact that it's been an absolute bumper year for weddings um, this year and last year. So, you know, multiple weddings means multiple hen parties. Um, and with that, you could be looking at um, €200 Euro plus um, for every hen party. So people are just... Is that for one or two nights? Oh, for one. One, yeah. I was that's at, what I, I thought was you were going to send me for a weekend. Yeah, I was at I was at one recently, and it was over two hundred euros yeah, for one night. You're lucky to get away with that. Yeah, yeah, but two thirds of people are spending over two hundred quid, and then eighteen percent are spending over three hundred. So, I mean, if you have, I I know people who've had nine weddings in the last twelve months. Yeah. So if you add two hundred euro onto each of those invites that you accept, that's that's a lot of money. You're, be, I think you've been very conservative as well on the two hundred quid. By the time you <laughs> well, get to the, a hen, and yeah, back. these. These are the ones probably that are in Ireland because obviously if you're going to Marbella for three nights oh no, we'll and about you're that. doing yeah, the, the expensive cocktails and the multiple activities, you're you're no. you're talking well north of that. Um, I was at five weddings in the past five months, Jessica, and in my experience, I couldn't tell you how many hen parties I've been to <laughs> over the years, but in my experience, my advice is one day and one day only. You don't need to ask people to travel to the other side of the world to do it. Forget about the themes and drop the games. Just keep it simple and let people have the crack and ideally keep everybody in the one venue. That's my tuppence yeah. worth for what it's worth. And and one of our pieces of advice as well is if you really want to be kind to people and allow them to just opt into whatever they can afford is to have it kind of within an hour's drive of where Absolutely. most people are and, and allow them to maybe do the day activity and come home if they don't want to stay overnight or just have dinner later on that evening or they can do the whole thing and do everything and the overnight as well. But it allows people to dip in and out, still show face, still be a good friend, but not spend a fortune if they don't have it. So cost is the reason why a third said they get out of going to hell. Yes. Yeah, yes, that's fair no. there's, there's more as well, because a lot of people um, who responded said that they also felt quite apprehensive about going. And as somebody who was at a hen party last weekend with 29 people and I only knew the bride, I can totally understand why people would feel a little bit of maybe social anxiety about going to, you know, an event where you really knew nobody. And obviously the bride is going to be distracted Mm. chatting to all her friends and family. Um, It's kind of like a weekend long job interview or something like that. I mean, it's 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 very intense. But where it's beneficial is if you're going to the wedding and you really don't know many at the wedding either. Or if you're going to the wedding on your own, you can kind of use the hen then as a way to, you know, sort of have one or two friends then for the wedding. Sorry, that's exactly it. I'm, I'm looking forward to it way more now that I've met all the girls that, I, that I'm that i going to be sitting with at my table at yeah. the wedding. You know, So that's 100% true. I've been asking people to get in touch, Jessica, about why 
they lied about not being able to go to their friend's hen. 87 106 is the WhatsApp number. This listener says, I was on a two-night hen in Athlone. I paid 350 quid. I think people are just expecting far too much. 350 euro is far too much for a hen in Athlone. Emily is on the line. Emily, have you ever lied about going to a hen? Hi there. Yes, I have. Um, earlier this year, I lied about going to a hen um, they were and, and and the bride and all the the girls organising it are some of my closest nearest and dearest friends, but um it was coming out to nearly six hundred euros. What? Um, Where yeah, are you going? yeah, for only two extras. Um, but it was it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, all day with uh, all all day and all night with events organised. But I I just couldn't rationalise paying that amount and then the wedding two months later, the money in the cards, your dress. Um, and then the overnight stay in the hotel too. So it was just, it's, it's a lot, a lot of money. Um, so I, I bowed out and just attended one day uh, and that being 200 to attend just a day, not a nice day, just a day. Just to be there for the day activities? Yeah. And what yeah, were the yeah. activities during the day? Uh, there was um, drawing classes, life drawing classes, um, there was, and, and this is including all of the food as well. So there was breakfast, lunch, and dinner paid for. Um, drinks were on site. It was all contained. And then when they went out to, into into Wexford Town, into Gorey, there you you pay for your own drink then later that night. But uh, there was there was loads organised, and in fairness, the girls did a wonderful job. But I just I I couldn't rationalise spending that money. I was also in between jobs at the time, so I just I couldn't part with that kind of money. Um, so, yeah. yeah, it's a huge <laughs> ask. Three days is far too much as well. But that's a huge yeah, ask. Yeah, yeah, whole weekend. A lot of the girls took the took the day on Friday and hit the road early. Um, so that's the day's annual leave. And then depending how you're feeling on, on the Monday, it could be could be a later start to work yeah. on Monday. It's Stop. not taking the day too. So it's it's a lot to expect of of, of your guests. Not a chance uh, am I taking an annual leave day for a hen party. Yeah. It's a lot to ask people to take to take some of their holiday days for a hen party, whatever about the wedding. This listener, I had to tell my friend that I was away because they wanted to go to Spain for a week. That's too much. I think they're expecting too much. She wasn't impressed with me though um, when I didn't go and has commented on it a few times since. Did you have to deal with um, any comments, Emily, because you only did one day? I, I felt awfully guilty. You know, there was no snide comments made to my face anyways. Um, but I, I did feel awfully guilty. But I, yeah, to me, just the money outweighed outweighed the event. Damien is on the line. Damien, have you ever lied about been able to go to a, a stag? Uh, Maybe it's a hen. I no, it was stag parties. I had to come up with some inventive ideas. All right, now stag parties would be much lower key and better behaved than hen. What's parties, the going so. rate for a stag? See, we're not too bad. We'll stay in hostels and. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I was on one stag party and we went to the chipper <laughs> like during the day. You know, so it's a little bit, it's a little bit less structured um, points in the catch up. But you're still talking, like I think you made the point earlier. You've got the associated weddings, so the, the overall cost. I had um, eighteen eighteen weddings in twenty two months, leading up to the middle of twenty nineteen. So lockdown was very welcome, but you'd be broke, and you know. It's, when you're, compa- when you're comparing weddings 
to each other and you can't remember who got married to who it's, it's, it's too much no you just go like yourself you just go through the yeah they all blend and, into you know, one you can, probably can't say that but yeah they do I mean you're and like, so, like I'm down in Cork so like the venue was repeated once or twice so like you're saying oh you knew the menu before you got there yeah yeah exactly you knew the menu but I mean so, some weddings stuck out a very good friend of mine got married in Lisbon so that sticks out my brother's wedding was in the middle of it another good buddy of mine um, and and a, my first humanist ceremony, but like to be honest with you, a bunch of the rest of them struggling. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, this listener says my partner's daughter got married twice: once in Galway, which was a two-day affair, and then again in Spain. Uh, that was a week-long affair. She expected the friends and family to go to both. Also had a separate hen, and then they had a joined-up hen in stag do. It was insane. People are expecting far too much. It's total selfishness in the extreme. And then she went on to complain that people were mean about their gifts as well. Yeah, you see, I've had this discussion with friends recently about whether you alter the gifts if the wedding's abroad because there's obviously then a cost on you to travel to the wedding. But if I'm honest, I I don't do that. I think it's a bit unfair. But look, I can I get that some people will. Jessica, do like for hen parties, are we just... We feel the need when we're organising hen parties to have these super structured affairs. Should they don't need to be like that? Um, well, I suppose if you're planning an, an event for 30 people, a bit of structure helps because I don't know if you try to get 30 people into a pub, small pub down in Dingle at once, but like it's it's pretty difficult. And also, especially stags, it's like herding cats trying to get men from one location to another um, and not losing a couple along the way. Um, I think the bit of structure is good as well, too. So you can have some icebreakers and things like that. Um, Otherwise, people are just kind of sitting around looking at each other. Um, at Stags, you can go and you can watch the rugby on television and have a few pints. But that doesn't really work, I think, for, for a group of women who don't know each other. Um, so I think the bit of structure is good. But people do lose their minds a little bit when it comes to weddings. And you have to remember as well, often it's not the bride. It's the bridesmaids. The bride mm. doesn't maybe even know where she's going. And to go back to the point about the snide remarks, um, a lot of the times the pressure we put ourselves under, like um, nearly two thirds said that they they felt under pressure to attend um, a hen party when they were invited. But four and five brides said that they it wouldn't bother them, them if somebody couldn't go. So what does that tell you? It's yeah. our perception. We can't versus, say no. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it yeah, tells me exactly. because I struggle yeah. seriously to say no. Listen, Jessica, thanks a million for joining us. Emily and Damien as well. Lots more people getting in touch about the cost of going to hen parties and stags actually as well. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.